we get a glimpse in our first reading from the prophet Isaiah of something of how the people expected salvation to come, of what it would look like when the Messiah would come and, and free them. And we have this image of the, the strong city and the, the Redeemer is, is leading the faithful people into the strong city and setting it up as, as their, their stronghold. Um, they can sit there in power and in peace. But then also you have the, the proud and the evil who, who were in their strong high places being torn down. So the Lord comes to the faithful people, the righteous people, and leads them into the safe, strong places, but he tears down those evil ones who were already in those strong places. And that kind of idea of the Lord's work seems fine until we discover ourselves to be evil and not going according to the Lord's will, because then we're on the other side of that equation and it's not quite so fun to us. But we can so often, we see evil in the world, we encounter it um, in other people and, and we can think ourselves righteous. We can, we can put that blame on others and go, oh Lord, you need to save us from the evil that's all around us. But it's, it's true that we do. We find our own sinfulness, we find our own um, failures in being able to be faithful to the Lord and we discover that we are simply not as righteous as we might presume ourselves to be in that, in that simplistic image. But we also see in the way that Jesus comes that he doesn't follow that image so simply either. Because if, according to that image, he would just kind of come and, and take the people that belong to him and lead them into that strong city. But we see as Jesus goes to Jerusalem, he goes there to be struck down as if he was one of the sinful ones. Um, but we know, of course, that it is because of his righteousness that that is his path to, to being exalted onto that high place. So, what does that mean for us? I think the, the key thing that it really means for us is that we don't trust in our own righteousness. We don't trust in our own goodness as the, um, the reason why God should lead us into that safe place, into that strong place to, to stand with him in the kingdom. But we can only really trust in Jesus' righteousness. It's only because of his righteousness that he, he overcomes that evil. He tears it down within us, as it were. And yes, that means we go through the path of the cross with him, but that's because of his righteousness we're able to stand in the kingdom. And this is one way we can understand this parable that Jesus gives in the gospel, because he has the two houses, the one that's built on rock and withstands absolutely everything that can be thrown against it and still stands strong, and the one that's built on sand. Because if we're building our life and our hopes and our sense of worth on our own righteousness, as soon as we fail in some way or as soon as we see our weakness as soon as we discover that we're perhaps not quite as righteous before the Lord as we thought that we were, then our whole world can crumble apart. But our hope is in Jesus' goodness and his righteousness. That's the, the hope that we celebrate as we reflect on his coming at this time of Advent. And that's the hope that if, if we truly place our hope in him, that we will not be shaken no matter what comes against us. 
Not only, no matter what evil might come against us from outside, we know that the Lord can protect us and preserve us from that, but even against whatever evil we might find within our own souls, we know that he comes to cleanse and to overcome that evil as well. So let's um, come before the Lord honestly today and, and be open to not only his, his work of humbling us and letting us see our weakness, our lack of righteousness, but to discover more and more that we can hope in him and we can trust in him um, so that, be it through the path of the cross, he can lead us to stand with him in his kingdom in that strong place to sit on the throne with him in his city.